everybody. It's Tamish and Tracy back for more talking about The Walking Dead. I'm Tracy. And I'm Tamish. And uh, I'm excited about talking with you about the episode. We haven't discussed it at all yet. No no texts, no, no tweets to each other. I, I have no idea what you thought of the episode. So I'm anxious to find out. <laughs> Wonderful. I can't wait to share it with you, Tracy. I don't know if no news is good news or bad news, but I think we're going to find out. Yes, um, I agree. uh, Just uh, just to let everybody know, if you want to wear, we're part of so many shows.com. So you can find us um, on the Apple podcast under so many shows. There's lots of shows there, just as the name suggests, um, that are covered in podcast form, so you might find something else you like to uh, listen to as well. So we encourage that, or you can go directly to the website, somanyshows.com, and pull the audio from there, also on the Google format. Um, so lots of places to find us, and our Twitter is our, just our two names together, Tamish Tracy, T-A-M-E-C-H-E-T-R-A-C-E-Y. Um, so... Um, hit us up there and uh, let us know what you're thinking about the episodes each week. We've got one more, Tamish. The mid-season I know, finale. and then it's a mid-season finale. I know, I know. Oh, we got this, doing out the big old break. So I wonder if at the end of this week's episode, the mid-season finale, if they will, do they usually go ahead and announce when it's coming back or, or not? I think mm-hmm. that on uh, The Talking Dead, they do. Oh, I think they do. Okay. I, I don't recall at the end of the episode where they say, and we will return, blah, blah, blah. I, I never recall uh-huh. doing that, but on Talking Dead, I do hear them announce. Yes. Because I like to get that date on my calendar and be ready yes. for it. I and know, I'm I, sure I, if it's slipped or if it's leaked somewhere, somebody's uh-huh. going to write about it. I guess. Yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll turn up soon enough. Yeah. So, <clears throat> all right, so this is Episode 907, we're in Season 9, Episode 7, Stradivarius. I hope I said that right. That refers to the violin that uh, was sliced by Michonne. I'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit more later. But uh, that's the name of the episode. Tell me something you liked about it. Right out of the gate, tell me something you liked about the episode, Tamish. I almost called you Michonne. I do. I'm I know. Tell me something you I like know, about and this. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Um, <laughs> You'll accept. Okay. That. So right out of the gate, and, and this is in no particular order for me since Tracy uh-huh. asked me, but I'm glad that we finally uh, got some uh, news about uh, Maggie, even though it had been circling and things like sure. that. That's one of the things that I was very happy to hear that they at least addressed because mm-hmm. everything had been so overshadowed about yeah. Rick, and, you know, the murmurings had been there. So mm-hmm. that's me mm-hmm. I'm right out of the gate. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Um, didn't need to be wondering about that. And, right. um, you know, it was clear, but, you know, a, a vague enough that, you know, she obviously could come back if that works out schedule-wise um, and story-wise. So, um, so I like that part, too. But, uh, yeah, interesting. It, it worked out just how everyone suspected that she would end up with Georgie's group, at least for now. So uh, 
yeah, nothing earth shattering, but yeah, good to know. Now, what I what did surprise me is um, that Michonne didn't know all this time. I mean, I don't know when she left. That's, I mean, I have to I have to say that I don't know when she went to Georgie's group. But were you surprised that Michonne was not yeah. aware? Yeah, that that right there, that writing was a little shaky for me because I I thought that the death or perceived death, let me say it, that perceived death to Michonne, you know, Maggie and the rest of the group, Sadiq, Uh all of them, of Rick was going to bring her and Maggie closer. So I'm not clear at this exact moment what this rift was because I Uh thought now Michonne finally has an understanding of the exact pain or losing someone that she loves. So, Mm-hmm. The fact that they're not speaking, she didn't know any of this. Yeah, that kind yeah. of caught me off guard yeah. and not in a good way. Mm-mm. Speaking of, of that, you know, not knowing, it's really hard in, in today's world, especially with social media and having news instantaneously at your fingertips. It's hard to imagine being in that type of world where they just have, you know, paper letters if someone is around to deliver them and willing to deliver them. You know, can you can you even wrap your head around not just knowing what's going o- going on over in Hilltop or at the Kingdom? I mean, I try to remind myself that oh, they really don't know unless they travel for the day and make an effort. They don't. It reminds don't me of that. It reminds me of that movie. Um, was it Postman with Kevin Costner? Do you remember I that movie? I didn't see that one. Mm-mm. Well, the, my only reason for even bringing it up is because they it was a time where there was no social media and the postmen were the only people that could get letters to and from places, Uh but that they had to battle all this uh, other stuff that was against them, that was killing them and taking them out. But the whole point was to try to get these letters to these individual colonies or whatever that were spread out all over America. So So my point being, no, I can't even imagine not being in contact with the yeah. different communities, but it would have been a way of life if we were in the apocalypse, and there you go. And it's still, it's still hard for me to wrap my head around it being six years. You know, we're told that, but, you know, visually, it, it doesn't look drastically different. You know, we got the different hairdos and things like that, but I do have to keep reminding myself also that uh, it's been a long time, you know, since before. We'll just call it the before. <laughs> Um, but you have, but you have to tell me. I laugh. I still laugh at yeah. this. The fact, the biggest thing for me is that Judith finally grew up. You cannot say that's not funny. That's that is so hilarious. I love the new oh, character that, that we have. Grew, yeah, yeah, yeah. That she finally grew up. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Now that's a that's a good payoff, <laughs> definitely from from the six years. But yes, absolutely. Um. Tell me, uh, okay, I'll tell you something that I Yes, like. you tell me something that would, that you liked, one of your best moments. I enjoyed uh, seeing the relationship with Henry and Daryl. Um, and with, of course, Puppet Master Carol, you know, sort of overseeing things and, you know, hoping that they would, you know, continue to bond. And she wants Daryl to go to Hilltop and, yeah, kind of keep an eye on him, but she also wants him to, to engage with people again and not be a loner, um, you know, so there's multiple reasons. But um, it seemed, some of the talks that they had, I guess the, the last one after um, 
after they get back from saving the dog or just dog. Um, yes. <laughs> right. Not um, the dog. That, dog. Yeah, just dog. So I, I thought that was a nice conversation that they had. And it, it seemed um, very genuine to me. It did, I liked the dialogue. It, it just seemed real natural. And um, it's fun, even though, you know, Henry's not literally her offspring. It's fun seeing he's been raised as her son and he is her son. Um, just seeing another generation, you know, bond with Daryl beginning to, you know, the way Carol is so bonded to him. So I, I like that a lot. But, you know, you have, when you look at the relationship with Carol and Daryl, I mean, I know they are considered friends, but I think Daryl really looks towards Carol as a mother figure. And now that I uh-huh. can officially take that relationship off the table, because at one point yeah. I was hoping they were going to get together. Okay, right. so that didn't happen. So yeah. now, because, okay, case in point, through this dynamic of her trying to get Henry and Daryl together, uh-huh. when they got back to Hilltop and they had to go tracking for the other character that uh, that we'll be talking about soon, uh, Eugene, <laughs> yeah. remember he looked to Carol before he said yes. yes. So who uh-huh. does that right. except a son to a mom? Right, right. No, it's funny you mentioned that because I was having some of those same vibes um this week. I mean clearly I love how he you know says, you know, she you're her best friend because that's I think that is a very adequate description, but there's definitely a very maternal side to her and he you know, he craves that. So, you know, and she has it to offer, so it's just a great match. So, it is. Not I mean not she's given sure it you gotta cut your hair, it, it's fine. You gotta fix your boat, you gotta do this. Are you, you know, she definitely was doing and saying some very motherly things. And she's always tried to, to nudge him, I think, in certain ways. But likewise, he's, you know, tried to be an encourager to her as well. So, you know, it goes both ways. But, yeah, definitely see mm. some of that. I've, I'm all, I guess I'm okay with that. But, anyway, I, was, I, um, I think that I, in this, that scene, where I thought they were, I literally really did think they were going to take Daryl out. And I was like, wow, that, that would have been a real shocker and a real, like, tough thing for me to swallow. You thought in the episode that they were or when? Yes, when he was trying to oh. save dog. And oh. I said, oh, I said, wait, is this going to happen? Is this really going to happen? Okay. And then yeah. it, cleared, it cleared itself up. But I, so I was, I was happy about that. But, I I knew I, I'm sorry they didn't surprise me but I knew that somewhere Carol was uh, the puppet master in this like mm-hmm. you you can't tell me you didn't figure that out you didn't figure because when they showed her with the bow I I had been looking like where is she? I know she didn't just I know she didn't uh, she didn't um not get up when Henry left like I know right. she had to know he was gone because she keeps an eye on him like that so. Now, you know what people, I mean? Some people suggested that maybe she set up the trap with the dog. I don't think she did that. Do okay, you? that would have that's a bit much. No, I don't know if I could. Yeah, no, I don't I don't think that that's that's just cruel. I don't think she would go that far or do that. I, I think she was just on the perimeter keeping eyes on everything. Yeah, she wasn't still sleeping, you know, in the tent. She was definitely that whole trip. I mean, she brought him there, she was you know, giving them opportunities to interact or taking advantage of them and, um, yeah, watching and, yeah. So, okay, I just, I was hoping you didn't think that because, yeah, that would be too much. 
<laughs> that would just be wrong. <laughs> yes, I agree. That would just be wrong. But yeah, it was it was fun seeing her peek up through the bushes like, yes, I, my plan is working. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> and she was going to make it work one way or the other. Um, Carol, yeah, she doesn't give up too easily. So is there something else you wanted to share that you liked? Well, I will say, oh, that I liked about the episode. So <laughs> I think I think the next thing that I really, um, well, not, I won't say really, but that I, I did uh, I did like was when they went to, um, right after Michonne broke that violin, uh-huh. and then they came out and said, walkers, and they were uh-huh. running, trying to kill the walkers. I have to say I did appreciate the um uh, the fight that ensued. Oh yeah, <sighs> and I <laughs> I didn't know a pebble could go through a walker like that and put yeah, a hole cool. in it. Mm-hmm. I was like, whoa! So I was, it was nice to see old school weapons being used to kill the walker. So that was a, that was a really good scene. I yeah. would have to admit that was a really good a good fight scene. And that I thought that got we, a little soft. Ah, uh, but I I mean, literally, it popped right through. So. <laughs> Yeah, you saw right there, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> sure is. Sure is. I was concerned that we were going to lose another horse. Our horse. Oh, I was, yeah, I was like, like, no! With their feet and their hooves, you know, and they're like, yeah, yeah, that totally stresses me out. Yeah. Oh I'm with you. I was so scared. But I did like how they eventually came together because I, I, Michelle just was not listening. But I could right. try to see it from her her perspective, you know, sure. she was in the midst of an emergency, and you're talking to me. I'm not really listening to you, but I'm so glad they got their weapons back because I think that it would have been a little unbelievable for me for them to try to fight off all those people with no weapons. So yeah, yeah. And who would have got a slingshot? Those two slingshots would have did so much damage. But mm-hmm. okay, Rob got weird. He got really excited when he saw that. Like he's like, oh, a slingshot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I mean, they, they it, it was effective, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah, it was fun seeing the different weapons and seeing, um, and, and yes, watching her, Michonne, see how skilled they were and, you know, giving them a chance to prove themselves a little bit, you know. I mean, maybe more than a little, but, yeah, she, you know, letting them show that they're on the same side, that they're working together, you know, and that they have skills. So I like. That I still part. don't trust them. You don't. Mm-mm. Nope. And I would have taken them. I would have taken the uh, weapons right back. Right back. <laughs> yep. I've been like, oh yeah, I did such a good job. Give them here. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure would. I was like, give it back to me right now. Oh, That's, me. That's yeah. me. That's me. That's well, me. I've been having a hard time. Honestly, you can't. Re- you really can't be too careful, but yet your whole operation and your whole life will immobilize if you don't trust someone it's just it's that balance you know you've got to have people although Dill's been out there in the woods on his own but he's got dogs um but I mean I would think for the most part you need other people so you gotta trust listen sidebar I wonder why he didn't name that dog Merle you know the first person who said that I'm like name him Merle why why not 
Why not? I would have named him Merle just because I would have been like, you're following me now, brother. I'm giving the orders now, brother. Uh, well, that, you know? okay, that's interesting. I like that view of it. I'm kind of like, well, is it an insult? If you called him Merle, is it an insult to Merle? And maybe that's okay. Or is it an honor to Merle? And maybe that's okay. I don't know. I just, I don't know. I didn't want to bring Merle back into the equation. <laughs> no, I mean, I like this character. He redeemed himself. All the, That's all, you know, I get it. That was a powerful story, but um, I don't know. I just, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I hear what you're saying. Wouldn't have been my choice. I, I think dog is perfect. I mean, we giggled out loud, audible giggles, like three or four times in the episode when he called him dog. It's just so hysterical to me. And and it also so shows the, the deepness of Daryl's brain. <laughs> yeah, it just but, does. But it's just. But anyway, he's very practical. He's very practical. <laughs> you know, you don't right. know what he's been named before. So, but he he knows he's a dog. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're so um, right, Tracy. <laughs> I enjoyed it, but I will tell you this: sidebar number two. They better put a moratorium on killing animals in this television Aww. series. Because You're talking about I, the snake and the rabbit and what else no, they eat? No, not, I'm saying uh, like more domesticized animals, oh, the dogs. They're going to get rid of dogs? Horses. Well, just like you were saying, I get scared when the horses start stomping like that. I was worried for dogs. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not really into seeing the rabbits and the snakes either, but you know, animals that are participating in their daily lives, they that's got to stop. We can't do that anymore. So that's sidebar number two. <laughs> Fight for the animals, <laughs> per Tracy. Okay, yes. So, All right. Um, yeah, I, I had that on my list, too, like I said, of, of watching the two groups fight together, and I liked um, the name Dog. We just talked about that. Um, another thing I wrote down is I liked seeing some of the aerial shots an episode. I thought that was pretty cool. Zooming in on the hilltop like that. I think you either like that or don't like that because I've heard a little bit of both, but I thought it was really cool visual. I liked coming in kind of fast, seeing everything and seeing the growth and how they expanded outside their, you know, their gates and more crops and stuff. Did you like that? I think that, I think it was okay. So let me, so I think that just for me, um, it just opened up more questions of how are y'all protecting this system? Yeah, yeah. You know, and then it kind of was like, are y'all putting fences around it? Didn't look like it was fences, but just to focus on aerial shots and how it looked from above, yes, I would say it was a great shot. Yeah, the aesthetic of it was really cool. Yes. Practicality, I thought the same thing, but I thought I saw yes. some fences around the top. I mean, they're not going to hold out everything, but maybe they have guards standing while they're working in the fields and have, you know, enough protection that something wouldn't happen immediately, but they also have guards watching or something. I don't know. And I hope we'll find out some of those things. Those kinds of details are interesting to me. They might be boring to some people, but I, I like kind of learning how they're making this work because, you know, we have to be prepared, right, Tanish? I mean, Yes, but wait, wait a minute. But Tracy, what did we say we were going to put you in charge of? Do you remember? Arts and crafts. Yeah, arts and crafts. That's right. 
You got yeah. ice to crash, so that means you stay within the wall. So I, yeah, no, ma'am. I won't, I won't be in the field. I won't, I won't. No, ma'am. You will not go out hunting <laughs> nothing. You No. <laughs> Tracy is fine right in there. No, 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 no. <laughs> what if I want to go out and meet Aaron for a picnic? Okay, you know. so I tell you what, that picnic will happen in the mess hall, somewhere in there. <laughs> no, ma'am. Or yeah, behind okay. the gate, you need armed cool. guards or multiple. You remind me of pre-Eugene in the apocalypse. <laughs> I have never seen you in the apocalypse, but that's what I'm thinking. And then I think you'll get your, uh, what is it, your sea legs or however they say it. But at the beginning, Tracy, you'll be too trusting. I'll be like, well, no, Tracy, thinking. no. What I'm thinking is how many times talking as friends and talking on the podcast, you've said that you're not a big fan of the character of Eugene and you just compared me to Eugene. That's what I'm thinking. I did. I compared you to Eugene as far as his strength goes, but not not as a – no. Him and that mullet. mm. Well, you know what's going to happen, and I know I'm digressing, but with all the arts and crafts activity, I'm going to get so into it. I'm going to start designing new weapons. Good. Yes. So I, it yes. will be useful. Ultimately, I will be useful, and I will help with morale, and then ultimately <laughs> there will be a practical component. You are new always weaponry. going to be useful. You know why? Because you are going to think of great things to do with, like, PVC pipes, all of that stuff. I'm <laughs> yes. telling you, yes. hey, Tracy right. is the guru of that stuff. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. But I'm still I'm still walking behind you. <laughs> With my katana. Oh yeah. Come on, oh, yeah. Let's go. <laughs> I'll be cheering for you. Get him. Get him to me. Get him. <laughs> right. Exactly. I'm like, really, Tracy? <laughs> All right. Yes. Tell me something Pull me back. You, didn't, you didn't like so much about the episode. Uh, I, I didn't like how they how they uh, pulled in Rosita. That that didn't like that at all. I didn't like that whole thing how they found her, and I did. I really was very disappointed um, about that because I thought we were going to deal more with you know the whispers this episode, uh-huh. but so was not happy about that, and then not happy about. Um, and I know I got to. Re- I have to realize as we go through these different episodes, that I have a problem with how they do time sometimes. So I don't know uh-huh. how much time had passed since they discovered her, got her to the infirmary, and Eugene is still out there. You know, yeah, I, and I, I, struggle with, I struggle with how long they've been out there. Yeah, because yeah, it feel like night, night passed in Alexandria. I'm like, have they been out there overnight, a couple of nights? I, I, yeah, I'm confused about that, too. But you and just so, so you're saying you just kind of felt like there wasn't a big payoff with it wasn't so yeah no, you wanted to find out then all of a yeah. sudden now you're in a barn and now yeah. you're over here and you fell out and walkers were looking whispers were looking for you and yeah. now they found you so I, yeah okay so I was not happy with that so now do you I've, I've heard some theories about the flare. We did not see Alzita send up a flare. No, I know it wasn't her. And I, I, I hope they're okay. not going to tell me it was one of the walkers. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> now, that, and please understand, everybody, we don't read the comics. So yeah. we're going off of only what we see on the show. So Well, I, I know, 
it's a it's a it's a tough discussion here on the podcast because I do know enough from the comics just hearing oh, well, stuff. Oh, that's Tracy. That, uh-huh. Yeah, but that you know. So I what is wanna... the player? Oh, you are. Oh no, I don't know about the player. I don't know about the player. Just just you know more detail about the whispers and and who knows if they'll you know do everything just like the comics. But I'm just I'm very anxious for that whole. Um, storyline to go ahead and reveal itself more so that I can talk, feel like I can talk more openly about it. But yeah, so I'm just kind of hanging on the sidelines with that. Well, yes. Well, not only with that one, but I felt like the episode moved a little, a tad bit slow, maybe a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I agree. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just a little bit. Mm-hmm. A little bit. There's a lot of setting things up, you know, I think for the mid-season finale, getting people in place in certain locations and, um, you know, setting up the whole search party for Eugene. Um, so, yeah, those, I think those episodes don't move as fast. Not as much revealed this week, but no, I, think, it I think a lot will be revealed next week, I think. So, well, something I struggled with. Um, what? When they're going... Kind of the whole idea of them taking these new people to the hilltop, and they're talking. Well, I think your rig is five miles out. This or that. You know, if you're telling the truth, it is hard for me to like visualize or make sense of what they're saying sometimes because I don't know where the hilltop is in relation to Alexandria, and I didn't know if that was an important detail. Okay, so I was just a little bit confused about do we really care how far they are from it unless they're trying to like demonstrate a certain amount of time but then they get to their rig and we see like what was it like a tractor trailer like yeah um okay turned over or whatever so if that's where they stayed or that's where all their stuff is okay I, I, that's what i thought and then i'm like wait a minute now they say we need to hole up somewhere because it's going to get dark and they spend the night in this big building i'm like why were y'all living in this rig or camped out with this rig when not too far away was an actual building, wouldn't that have been safer? So I guess my my dislike was kind of just trying to make sense of it all and feeling like it was just kind of shoved together, like, and just starting to question things. Well, why were you living out here when there was a building nearby? Couldn't you have fortified this building just as much as you could this little rig and you know how were you living out here if there was this whole big area you know where they were fighting and stuff I mean maybe it was overrun with walkers so you couldn't couldn't live there but I don't know and and then they went from there to the hilltop I'm just like had Michonne and them never they've been to the hilltop before so did they go a different way had they never discovered that there were all these buildings there so sometimes I just get caught up in those details, like did you, you and everybody else. So yeah. Good, good, good looking out because I thought the same thing. I was like, well, if they, y'all had the building, just like you said, why weren't you all over there? So, and yeah. then my other question is, as much as Jesus and Tara and the rest of those scouts go out, how did they miss this? How did they miss this? So. Right, right, yeah. Why? How have they not encountered each other before? Yeah, or something. Yeah, a lot of those. Hmm. How's that? Yeah, I, I, we're on the same page there. 
but it doesn't really keep me from overall enjoying the episode. But those are the kind of things where I feel like I have to rewind because I'm like, wait a minute, did I miss something? Wait a minute, no. where were they living? You know, it just starts to raise questions in my mind. I'm like, I want to make sure I have the story straighter. I didn't miss some plot point. But um, another thing that was really distracting for me was when um, C. Thomas Howell came up on the horse. Um, uh-huh. Because I'd seen his name in the credits. And then to see him, I just kept, it just, it was a distraction for me. It's like, oh, that's C. Thomas Howell. What is he doing in the show? And then I know Cutlet went on to explain that, you know, he was, he could ride a horse. And so he could do work as like an actor and a stunt person. And he was in town or something. And so he, just said, hey, put him in the show. you want to do it, you know, <laughs> but it distracted me because it was like, this is, you know, like an actor from my, you know, teenage years or whatever, you know, and so it's Pony Boy, you know, Outsiders or whatever, I'm like, so, what, you know, it just, it kind of made me stop and like step away from <laughs> the like, story. what are you doing? <laughs> right. It, yeah, it felt so random, you know, but kind of neat, but kind of random too, and then just their conversation was weird. I was like, what, what are y'all doing? I didn't really understand that scene. Like, why are you coming up? Okay, obviously they were trying to deliver a message about Rosita, but were they going to, was T. Thomas Howe and his buddy going to ride all the way to Alexandria? Was that what their original intent was, to tell them but that? But they, they did continue on to Alexandria. Oh, they did? Because Michonne said, tell them that we're safe and that we're going to Hilltop. Oh, okay. That's what confused me. I thought she was telling them, okay, go back to Hilltop and tell them we're on our way. I see what you're saying. Oh, and so they continued on, and then Michonne, Sadiq, and the rest of them headed on the Hilltop now. Now that Rosita's there, she now is like, okay, fine, I'll go. Okay. All right. Well, that that helps me. But I just tell you, those were two two random uh, men on horses with spears. I'm just saying. We yeah. literally could have gotten through the scene without that, but okay, that's all right. Yeah, do you, yeah. Do you think that is that going to come up again? That that conversation? No, it's just yeah. No, okay. I literally, like you said, like you just shared, I'm in town. You want to get in here? Come on, great. There's your scene. But I, and I, I also understood him as saying that that scene was already written in. That's what's weird mm-hmm. to me is that it was. Why was it even written in? Because. That's what I heard from them is that it, this, there was this scene and they were going to have to get a stunt person. Anyways, blah, blah, blah. He said, do you want to do it? So I thought the scene was already built. And I'm like, what is the importance of this scene? But I don't know. It, maybe it'll make sense I, down the road or maybe we'll just drop it. <laughs> I think the only reason for that scene was so that it gave Michelle a reason to continue on the hilltop because it was the That was That was my, that's the only okay. reason. Yeah, because Sadiq was not convincing her. Right. That's where she made her decision and announced her decision to go forward, right? Thumbs up. To go ahead to the hilltop. Okay. Well, all right. So there you go. All right. I can deal with that now. Yay! All right. What what kind of – is there a question, one or two, anything that is just really bugging you? Like, I really want to go ahead and find out the answer – to this history. Well, yeah, I basically the two questions I have is what are the exes on Daryl and Michonne and then is mm-hmm. RJ real? So those are my two that are still okay. in, in my face. Okay, okay. I did want to see RJ and Judith again. They just weren't in the, it, it made sense they weren't in this episode, but I, I do want to see more of them because, yeah, this whole conversation about RJ 
real or not real. And, and the showrunner saying he's real. He's, you know, Rick and Michonne, they wanted to have a baby. They had a baby. RJ, okay, that's fine. He confirmed that he, at some point in time, was real. But is he still real? That's that's the only thing that's hanging out there for me. Is, yeah, you go. Is he still real? But I think he is. When I've seen other pictures and um, headshots of this little boy and stuff, yeah, he looks looks totally old enough. I think it was just some of the angles and, like I said, my pajama theory being this little footy pajamas or whatever, the onesie that it made him look younger. But, yeah, I do want to – I mean, I just see this cute little kid, you know. I want to see Michonne doing the mommy thing. Um, so I think I can put that to rest, but I I, I would like a little – To know a little more. Assurance, yeah. Okay, um, what are your two questions? Um, well, I just want to see how they're going to reveal the whispers. I mean, I know because of what I've heard about them from the comics, I want I want the connection to be made. I, you know, I want everyone to know what's going on. The audience, okay. um, the Alexandrians, you know, what is this phenomenon? Um, I, 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 you know, from what I know from the comics, I want I want out there. You know, I want everybody to be on the same page. Um, and just a physical reveal. I mean, they've been chasing them, so we've seen them, but, you know, the whole creepy factor and the whispers and everything, I want it to, I want it to go to the next level of explanation. So I'm very anxious to see how they're going to explain that. Um, and I do, I want to know who sent up the flare, because I do, I, I just, she was, she had the water bottle, and she passed out, so I just don't know that. I don't know that she would have a flare with her. It would be a good idea to carry a flare with you, but I'm suspicious about that. Who sent that flare? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and then my other question I have is, who did they see uh, when they? Oh, yeah. When they were yes. looking out into the forest, who were yes. they looking at? I know they saw something. Mm-hmm. I am wow. very, very anxious to find that out too. Because those kinds of things really creep me out. When you have that POV, something you can see that someone is watching them, but you don't know who it is. Oh, that that's just that's very creepy to me. Exactly. So, boom. Exactly. Very anxious. That mm-hmm. is a big question. Yeah. I mean, of course, you've got the rift. You know what? How or the incident, whatever happened that created this yeah. big divide. Um, and like you said, the. If it's a branding or a scar or whatever the X is, there's a lot of questions. But I think the ones that are most imminent for me are finding out more about the whispers um, and, like you just said, that thing or person in the woods. I definitely, yeah, definitely know. want to know that. Because they just wrote away and say, oh, it's nothing. Mm-mm. It's, it's not nothing. All right. Just so I can put it out there, I feel Ms. Yeah. Rick Grimes. Oh, you can put that out there anytime. We all do. Grimes, you are missed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's take a moment to miss Rick Grimes. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Do you have any predictions? Anything you think you see coming that's going to happen? I think Eugene is going to die. Okay. I think Jesus is going to die. Yeah, I think that's coming. Which do you think is more likely, Eugene or Jesus? Eugene. Eugene. Okay. Give me a yeah. give me a reason. Give me a 
convince me. Oh, to take it, but actually, because we're getting ready. I think we could have actually have multiple guests, unless they are going to move away from that, because it's a mid-season finale. So yeah. I'm thinking uh, Eugene is the obvious one. Jesus, okay, not so obvious, but potentially there. And mm-hmm. then um, I think that something might unfortunately happen to Dog. I know you oh, don't want no. nothing that I know. No, no, no. La 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 la. <laughs> but I also, I also um, don't know if um, Rosita is going to make it all the way through because mm. she is so gung ho in trying to go help him, him being mm-hmm. Eugene. So I think we're gonna have a couple of deaths coming up yeah. this season finale. It definitely makes me nervous them all going out so many of them going out there exactly. and not knowing what they're dealing with not not at all as they yes they don't so uh it's going to be interesting to see what happens but i do definitely feel in my bones that eugene's not going to make it well i'm thinking jesus because you know they show us you know like that big aerial view that i like coming in on the hilltop and then they show this montage of Tara with the clipboard or whatever, you, we kind of think for a minute that she's the leader and, you know, we're watching her taking care of business. And then we find out Jesus was, you know, elected and reelected, um, but he doesn't want to be the leader. And, you know, it just comes up multiple times how he doesn't really want to be the leader, how, you know, Tara would be upset if he was out, if, you know, she knew he was outside the walls, um, you know, practicing or teaching Aaron and, you know, sharing communication and stuff like that. And, I I just feel like it's a little bit of foreshadowing that you know well, it's like that, okay yeah you didn't, you didn't want to be the leader well <laughs> and she seems more actually more maybe capable or more natural to it so maybe it's a little bit foreshadowing that he's gonna not make it and she will end up taking over but we'll see but I I think we're probably gonna lose someone yeah with it being. A yeah. mid-season finale. Mid-season finale. Yep. I do and and just the and just the danger. You know, there's this new threat. They haven't explained it all yet, but there's this new bigger threat. So you know, so I think something's going to go down. Mm-hmm. We'll we see. shall see. We shall see. Hmm. Do you do you um, typically like mid-season finales? When they're well, yes, because. Um, Yes, because that's when we have burning bars, escape from prisons, exploding, mm-hmm. characters dying, villains getting killed, heads being chopped off. Yes, so <laughs> typically yes. I think the the last one that probably I I don't remember them well. Season six, seven, eight. I think season six they were escaped. Oh yeah, that was Sam. Saying, Mom, Mom. Um, <laughs> I don't really remember five, but four I remember when Herschel died and when the governor. Yes. That one was very impactful. I did not know about, have any idea that Herschel was going to die. And that just, ugh, that was brutal. And, I know! And, and being worried about <laughs> Judith because of the, that empty baby carrier. I was like, oh, my gosh. And I, I mean, I remember Carter and I kept rewinding, trying to look at different angles to see if Tyrese could have picked her up, you know. And I just, I had to know, was she, you know, did she make it? And, uh, oh, yeah, that one was, that one was very impactful. But uh, 
sounds like this was going to be a doozy just from people who have screened and, um, you know, written about it a little bit, you know, no spoilers, but just, just the, the idea that it's going to be crazy. Okay. So, I cannot wait to see it. Whoop, whoop. Yep. I'm up for that. All right. Well, this is fun as always. I like chatting always. about the episodes. Always a pleasure. Yeah. yeah. Anything else you have to share? Ask yep, I miss Rick Grimes. That's it. Oh, boy, we'd like to take one more moment to miss Rick Grimes. <laughs> okay. Before we go, we did get some feedback. We did get some feedback from Pete. Pete has a bunch of questions. It's not really feedback. It's a bunch of questions. And he has a little interesting theory that I will share as well before we sign off. Uh, Pete wants to know, where's Megan? You know, okay, well, he, you know, he's presumably still behind bars, but I think that's just his way of needling me saying he wants to see more Negan. Um, hoping the whispers have a really cool way of life and not some low level of living like the wolves. Okay. Uh, okay. Interesting. Good point, Pete. Okay. Um, also, and he's also curious about the A and the terminus rail car being a letter like Jadis uses. He, he seems to recall. I know there was the letter A on the rail car that Rick and them were in. He said there was also a B one. I don't, I mean, I'm not saying he's wrong. I don't really remember it, but so the idea of there being an A cart and a B cart or or a rail car, and he brought up, actually we were talking about this last week, he said, what if the people that the Gareth and his mom and brother and their group drove out, did they kill them or did they drive them out? And could those people have something to do with A and B. I mean, it's an interesting theory. I don't really think so because it sounds like if these helicopter people are willing to pick up someone and have the opportunity to save someone, it just sounds like the the people that were originally at Terminus were so brutal. Not that Garrison then weren't brutal. This was a different kind of brutal. But, you know, I I don't see them being benevolent in any way and it sounds like there's a possibility of that with the helicopter people but i do i I like i like his thinking you know tying back to Mm -hmm. there are a lot of connections pete i'm sorry we're going to leave terminus in the past i don't i don't (laughs) i don't see that i i don't i i I don't see that i think terminus when we when carol blew that sucker up I yeah. think we blew everybody up uh, in that as well. Yeah. So, but, yeah, but, um, but, but, but he's talking about the people that were there before Karis and them. Remember it, that were. Yes, I got so, you. Okay. When they get sca- when Terminus scattered, so did the rest of those people that were there before. They're gone. Okay. They're gone. So, okay. Okay. Pete, we appreciate your theory, though. We always yeah. appreciate it. But well, it's to me, she does not agree. Natural. It's very natural to try to make connections with all these A's and letters and things that have been throughout. And I don't think they're all connected. I think it's just a fun thing that the writers like to do to say, oh, there's A again. Oh, why does Daryl have A on his sweatshirt? You know, we know that was not connected. So, but, um, but hey, I, I, I appreciate the creativity. And uh, never know, never say never. So we'll see. But we are going to sign off for tonight. And... Uh, Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Gobble, gobble, gobble. <laughs> and um, I will. I, I would like to share, too, that Carl McKinnon, who played Richard of the Kingdom, 
Uh, we had fun, Tanish, right, talking to Carl at Walker Stalker Atlanta. Absolutely. Well, he has He's a joy to talk to. Yep. The local peasant. And at their Woodland Hills location on Thanksgiving from 12 to 4, they are offering free Thanksgiving dinner to first responders and people who have maybe been displaced by the fires and need a place to have Thanksgiving for free. I think that's awesome. So Very good. Yeah, I thought that was, was really cool. So hope everyone is doing well. Have a happy Thanksgiving. And we will be back to chat after the Season 9 mid-season finale. See ya! Peace.